Welcome everyone! You are about to embark on a journey through the universe as you indulge in this extraordinary essence of enlightened, empowered, evolved. Let the show begin in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Just in time. Greetings, I'm Luke Bryan Smith, and welcome to Enlightened, Empowered, Evolved. I know everyone's doing well, and everything is unfolding perfectly. I'm excited yet again, and you know why. Because I have another amazing guest. I always have amazing guests. I'm so fortunate to have these amazing guests that continue to add more and more value to this podcast. My next guest is synonymous with spiritual awakening, coaching, and just a whole lot more. There's so much here, I don't want to even start naming anything. But without further ado, I introduce to you, Tamisha Arendelle, right? Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> yes. How are you doing, Tamisha? I'm doing excellent. Thank you. Yes. Yes. And thank you again. I just want to say that I'm a firm believer that time is one of our most precious assets. And for you to choose to spend some of your time, a moment of your time in the history of your timeline here <laughs> with me on Enlightened Empowered Evolved, I just want to extend again my sincerest gratitude to you. Wow. I feel it received. Thank you. Yes. Yes. So let's just get right into it. So let's let, give us a little bit of I know what I I read here, but there's some some things I just want to ask all kind of things. But just to let you put it in your own words, give us a little backstory, front story, middle story, <laughs> in regard to your spiritual journey, your spiritual your self discovery. I know you said one thing in here too that really resonates with me. Uh, everything does, but a new earth by Eckhart Tolle. I have his book Outwitting the Devil and the Power of Now. I love. Eckhart Tolle, just give us a little insight. Yeah, sure, sure. I love that we're diving right into the deep end. Yes. That's, uh, that's my favorite part of the pool. <laughs> yes, yes. So, um, yeah. So I was an atheist my entire adult life up until Eckhart Tolle. Um, I, there was a book that was actually referred to me by a dear friend of mine. I met her while I was in real estate in New York City. And she... Uh, she had this feeling that this book would, would deeply resonate with me. And I, I trusted her insights. And so I was like, okay, I'll listen to this book. And so I listened to it on Audible. I think this was like 2018-ish around there. And this book completely changed my life and my perspective and my worldview. And it just shattered everything that I believed to be true. Uh, I was already a self-development uh, person, if you will. And I loved right. everything self-development. I first discovered The Secret back in 2006. I'm sure you heard wow. of The Secret. Yes. So I was I was somewhat familiar with with those things, but I still didn't really have a concept of like, you know, God, the universe. It kind of seemed a little too woo-woo out there for me. So right. reading that book, and I remember specifically Eckhart talks about the pain body and trauma and just all of those concepts and being present. It was so new to me. Right. Um, but it, it it resonated on a on a physical level. I felt it in my body. And that was the first time I felt presence in my body. I was a right. person that was always on the go and hustling and moving. And again, I was in New York City at that time and life just moves faster out there than it does in LA, which is which is where I am now. And that book just really sparked a curiosity to dig deeper within myself. And I was then introduced to meditation. 
And that is really when the spiritual journey began for me. Uh, I used to think of meditation as a waste of time. You're just kind of sitting there doing nothing. And I quickly realized that is not the case. And so meditation is really what sparked um, self-awareness and discovery and recognizing that I don't have to let my thoughts control me. I can take a moment and step back and actually examine what's going on and not be so reactive and cultivating that sense of uh, presence through having that moment to pause before I respond or I don't even have to respond. Right. And being being able to the observer, if I might exactly. add, and excuse me, excuse me. Yes. No, you're fine. You're fine. So truly that book and then meditation was the gateway, uh, to my spiritual journey and, uh, what I guess would call my, my spiritual awakening. So that went on for a couple of years and yeah, I had another major shift last year, so we can get into that if you'd like, but that's kind of the intro to it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I want to hear about that major shift, but allow me to interject for a brief second because I I want to hear you. Um, You said a lot of things that resonate with me. First being, when you first read that Eckhart Tolle book, all those were new concepts and they were kind of shaking you up. That's the same experience that I had when I first read The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. The concept, the concept, just the simple concept. Now it's simple now about being present I didn't understand it. All there is is now. What do you mean all there is is now? Everything else is just in your mind. I I didn't get it when I first read it, but I have cultivated myself and developed myself into being a person that even if I don't understand something, if if I feel, if I have that feeling that I should expose myself to this information, then I'm going to go ahead and just go through the motions and read it. And I haven't been wrong. Later on, a light bulb will will, will click on and then that information will make sense to me. But when I first read it, it was foreign to me. I, I, if I, if I'm to just put it in a term, I would say that I just wasn't on the level of consciousness to, to receive even that. Mm -hmm. So I resonate with that with you and just, you know, the feelings that you got, that's what I got too. I got these strange feelings. Like, why am I feeling like this? And that book, along with several other books that I read prior and and after that, they challenged and shook up everything that I was indoctrinated to believe, everything I was cultivated to believe growing up in a very uh, religious family, you know, fear-based um limited belief family and and it's not to 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 try to uh, demean anything it's just that's now i realize from the contrast that's where i was you mm-hmm. know was very superstitious about things and very quick to vilify and demonize what i didn't understand mm-hmm. and because that's what i was exposed to around me so amazing yeah. so yeah go ahead with your story i want to hear more yeah, yeah. Like last I, uh, year you said something happened. What happened? Yeah, before I get into that, I okay. I should share that um it was during the pandemic and right. I'm sure a lot of shifts happened for a lot of people during that time. Right, <laughs> it's like right, you either right. went further in or you know, I don't know. But right. for me, I definitely went further in. I spent a lot of hours in meditation and reading and all of those things and 
just really uncovering, you know, what is truth for me. And I, and that's ultimately what I would call myself is a truth seeker. And that is what mm. I am after is what is the truth, what feels true to me and yes. getting to the bottom of that. And what I mean by that is also what is, what is the truth as far as like my trauma, my limiting beliefs, what is holding me back? You know, what am I doing to self-sabotage myself when it comes to my coaching business, my relationships, right. Right. all of those things. Ultimately, I believe that's, that's truth. All of that is getting to the truth so you can get to the core of who you are. And that's what's going to bring you closer, in my opinion, to, to God, you know? So that's Absolutely. ultimately the journey I was on. And so it really came to like a pinnacle in 2020 when we were all kind of inside trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. And right. that's that's kind of where, where I was just trying to figure out what's what's going on and, and practicing that. And right. I remember at that point, I recognized like, OK, there is true, you know, there's evil in this world. There's good, there's right. evil. And right. I was going down all of these rabbit holes and, um, you know, discovering different things that were going on. And it just really shattered a lot of ideologies that I recognized I was kind of living in a bubble and it was like a, a rude awakening, if you will. Yes. Yes. And so um, I remember at one point uh, I had this very visceral experience where I remember I was in my bathroom. I was not on psychedelics. I was completely sober. I always have to preface this and I was brushing my teeth and I had this feeling of unconditional love in my heart and it was wow. so overwhelming. It brought me wow. to tears. And I remember just feeling presence and love and just, it was just really, really powerful. Right. And it was like all consuming and it lasted maybe like a couple of seconds. Mm -hmm. And then once I became aware of like, whoa, what is happening? It was gone. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what that was, but that just felt like that's, that felt like love. What was right. that? Right. And so the next day I, f I had this urge to text a friend that I had known since high school. And I explained to him what had happened. And my dear friend, he mentioned to me that his grandmother had just passed away and he was praying for her. And then he had a dream that he should pray for those friends that are closest to him instead of her. Cause she's already, she had already passed on. Hmm. And so he had the call to pray for me and we hadn't spoken in quite some time. And so for him, it was like, he couldn't believe it because I texted him out of the blue. I'm sharing this experience. And he's like, I just prayed for you. And you felt this unconditional love in your heart and your body. Right. So you in picked his up mind, the signal. You picked up yeah, his frequency, yeah. his vibration. Exactly. Go ahead. Exactly. I, I apologize again. But it, that just excited me because I, I read about <laughs> this. I hear, heard about this. Wild. And I know it to be true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So for me, being on this journey and being so open to truth, being so open to just wanting to feel connected at that time i called it the universe i wanted to be connected i wanted right. to raise my vibration raise my frequency and i was into the manifestation and all of those things right and so my friends saw me i prayed for you and you felt love like this is amazing right. so it brought him it brought him closer to god and he's a christian right so it, it, brought, it deepened his faith and so it became part of his testimony and so for me at that time it kind of went over my head i i didn't really resonate with the idea of prayer i didn't right. really resonate with christianity i was right. not that i was against religion but i was an atheist my whole life i'm just dipping my toe into spirituality so i'm just like this is a lot i just know what i felt and let's just see where this goes you know right um and so i kind of just tabled that and went on with my life and, 
And uh, fast forward to last year, and that is the shift that happened in my life. Okay. And um, I'm just going about my life, and I came across a post by a dear friend of mine who who basically shared um, her testimony. And again, I'd never even seen a testimony before, so I didn't even know what I was watching. And right. her and I had recorded meditations in the past. She had hosted a lot of retreats. She was into into the the things I was into as far as the universe, manifestation, crystals, all of right, all of the right. <laughs> and so she she shares her testimony, and it just it gave me the same type of shattering of paradigm the way Eckhart Tolle did all those years ago when I was an atheist. And wow. she basically shared with me that. Um, I'll just kind of paraphrase, but the few things that really resonated with me is that she said she was on a journey of truth and, you know, she had the courage to open up the satanic book and mm. the satanic book says that you can be God. You are God. I am. Right. And it made her realize, you know, a lot of the things that we talk about in spirituality are rooted in that. And right. if there's a, if there's a God, there has to be a devil. And who created the universe? We're praying to, or not praying, but we are manifesting to a universe. But who created the universe? God. Right, so right. she was talking about all of these concepts, and I'm just sitting here like, wait, what? I, but I am, I can manifest. And so right. it made me recognize I was still very much living in my ego, very much living in this sense of I have control. I can right. do anything. I have mm -hmm. all the power. It's all me, 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 me. And I was very much clinging on to this identity of I am a spiritual person. Mm -hmm. And that really humbled me. It humbled right. me. And I just remember falling to my knees and crying and crying and crying. And I just felt, I felt like I was so close to the truth, but I was being deceived is the best way to describe it. And it made right. me realize all this time I believed in evil, but I just still didn't believe in God. Right. I just believed like in the universe and I can just order whatever I want and I just manifest it and it comes to me. But I didn't really right. think about like, well, who, who is God? And what about prayer? I didn't pray. I didn't believe in that. Right. And so I finally just surrendered and I called my friend and I explained what was going on. And he said, why don't you just try praying to God and opening your heart? So I had a lot of resistance to that, but I tried it. I prayed. I was open. And loot, I kid you not, the very next day I was on my way to work and I had the same experience I had a few years ago where my heart opened and I felt that same unconditional love. And it was just, I'm sorry. It's very no, overwhelming. No, no, go ahead. Take it your just, time. Take your time. It just made me realize like, wow, like God is real. Right. Like I am not in control. It is, it is not me. I have to surrender, and it just really humbled me, right. uh, and it just changed everything for me. So that was the shift that happened a year ago, last year in February, and uh, yeah, that's where I'm at now in my spiritual journey. So it's been it's been quite a ride. <laughs> so, wow. Yes, and yeah. one Thank important. Yeah, yes. No. Thank you for sharing and and opening yourself up and being vulnerable here. Here, this is a safe space for that too. Um, and I know that even the people that follow and listen to me will sympathize and send you uh, nothing but love. And that's wh what I am too and support, and, and support. One thing 
that really stood out, well, everything did, but one thing that stood out to me that you said was basically, I don't know if I can say it word for word, but just your truth and what resonates with you. And that's very important because what one person may feel, the other person maybe not. What connects with you? What connects with your spirit? What you know, and 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 that's where I am in my journey. Like I can listen to and engage with people with multiple a multitude of, of of various beliefs, and it doesn't mean that oh, I can't talk to you because you don't think like me and this like that. No, it's 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 not that. If I know, if I feel that you are elevating yourself and and, and and your 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 spiritual journey is unique to you and you can feel the intentions that that's all that's it it's not like we have to believe the same or think the same exactly the same i think that just different people depending on life is one thing that you 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 said too i kept picking up from you as you kept on saying my perspective that's important because life is perspective what one person may see is bad another person may not see that what you know so yeah so i believe that you're aligning and the the important thing in my perspective is that you're open and you're aligning and fine-tuning you know what's connected to your peace your serenity your love that that's in you. So that that's amazing. And appreciate that. Yeah. Going through the journey, whatever you you've been exposed to, whatever, whatever things, I believe that, that God aligns us with what we're supposed to be aligned with intentionally. It's just like you said, the surrender and, and that I can really resonate with instead of thinking that I just have all the answers and I have to know every step and, and just know from an ego, ego standpoint, like you said, that I just know this is it. And I'm just rock solid in what I believe or what I think I know right now. It's like, I, I'm open for flow. I'm open for God to speak to me. I'm open for, Mm -hmm. you know, um, things to happen for other people to speak to me and, maybe that might resonate, something might resonate that they say, or it might affect me in such a level, like, you know, like you said, you feel this deepness, you know, and you can't make that up. Just like you couldn't make it up that, that your friend was sending out, you know, whatever he was doing in his prayer, and you felt that. So you couldn't have made that up. You know, that wasn't a coincidence. So what I'm saying is that things happen in life that that help us to clear a path to, you know, to, you know, our peace and, and to which way that we want to see God or feel God or, and all that. So I think it's amazing. I think your journey is amazing and it's going to continue unfolding. It's not set in one way. (laughs) Um, Like I said, the way that you are, that, that in my perspective, from what I've learned is you're, you're open, you're open for, for, for different ideals, you're open for different perspectives. And then you decipher that within your own soul to know if this is, feels right, you know, to you and you resonate with that. And I think that's very important that we, yeah. you know, yes, yes. 
That's yeah, amazing. absolutely. I mean, the, the biggest thing is it's, you know, my worldview has shifted, right. you know, from not believing in anything as an, as an atheist. And, you know, I remember growing up in high school, um, my best friend was a Christian and right. I remember almost feeling a sense of like jealousy of how devoted she was to her faith. And I would go to, I would go with her to church in high school right? and it would be fun. But I remember thinking to myself, how can you believe in something you can't see? Right. How can you have faith and just trust in something that's not tangible? That didn't seem logical to me. Right. And so I would I would entertain it, but it just I couldn't find myself buying into it. And she would just have this, in my opinion, blind faith. And I would go and I would almost like hope that I could be inspired and like would feel this. But it just never came to me. And eventually right. I just I gave up and I didn't grow right. up religious my parents weren't religious you see i, so did. I think i always yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah i grew up yeah. in a in so, a christian christian slash baptist slash catholic just religious family period so gotcha. yes yeah. yes i grew up so going to church and several times a week and yes so and then i had my own so questions as as i continue to 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 my, along my journey questions start coming uh, uh, happening inside of me that had me doubting and questioning and just rearranging the way that I see things. And, you know, so but go ahead. I, I apologize. No, you're, you're totally fine. So I think once I would go to the church and, and, and witness all of this, I eventually just kind of gave up on it because it just, it just didn't, it seemed like pretend to me and it just didn't resonate. And then when right. I found personal development, and like I said, I found the secret that right. seemed like, okay, this makes sense. You just order whatever you want, like like a catalog from the universe. And so logically it made sense to me. It's like, okay, I can just manifest and then it comes to me, okay, great. But then when I really started thinking about it on a deeper level, it's like, well, who's fulfilling the order? <laughs> like, right. doesn't it, like, there has to be something then, there has to be some divinity that created this. And so once I started thinking like more like deeply and deeper and deeper, I'm like, okay, there has to be something. Right. And like, that's when my brain would start hurting. Like, okay, this is getting too deep for me, right? And then I think once I had that visceral, physical experience of feeling that unconditional love in my body, that's yeah. when it was like, okay, I can't deny this. There's something bigger outside of me that you got to put away the logic. And I think for me, that's what it took in order for me to like truly become, uh, for lack of better words, a believer. Right. Because that... I can't make that up, that physical right. experience. And again, I wasn't on drugs because that's another thing. If you are on drugs, I'm just going to say what it is. Because if you are on drugs, there's there's an element of, it could be the drugs, right? It could be something right. else. So right. the fact that I was completely sober, it's like, okay, there was nothing else that could interfere with the data. Again, I'm, I'm a pretty logical person. Right. And it happened twice. So that second time, I'm like, okay, I'm going to pray. And then the next day, my prayer was answered. So I'm like, okay, well, and then there's a couple other things that happened along the way. Like I, 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 well, I, I say random, but now I don't think it's random. I met someone right. who connected me with, with the, the first church I'd gone to in like close to 10 years. Right. And then the first service I went to, this, this will show you how removed I was, mm -hmm. was Easter. Okay. I didn't even know it was Easter. So I go to church and I'm like, wow, this church is, this church is packed. This is great. Right. And then. The sermon begins and he's talking about it's Easter. And I remember just feeling so embarrassed. I'm like, I didn't even realize 
it's Easter. So it was just like a lot of little things that started to happen in my life that just showed, okay, if you have faith and you surrender, things actually fall into place. And then the right. last thing I'll share is, you know, I've, one of the things that have been a struggle in my life, as far as like with my parents, my mom, my mom has struggled with alcohol abuse my right. entire childhood. Right. And, you know, she finally, this, uh, when was it in December? I was in a prayer group and we have like prayer cards where you can pray for one another, which is something I've never done before. And I had someone pray for my mom. I've been praying for her. And she, out of nowhere, decided to go into rehab and mm. get help. She wow. had never done this wow. in her life. Never had any indication of wanting to get help in her life. Right. I didn't even tell her I was praying for her. And this right. woman decided to get help. So right. I'm like, okay, I think this works. So Again, again yes. That the, the, so the, I'm just yes. like, this is crazy. It's, it's crazy to be right. the power of prayer. It's, right. it's, it's wild. So I understand that, you know, one might swap out the word prayer for manifesting. I manifested that my mom would get better. It doesn't really matter to me what language right. you use at right. the end of the day. No, I believe I in the power know. of prayer. I have a book yeah. by Joseph Murphy entitled that same thing, The Power of Prayer by Joseph Murphy. That's an amazing mm -hmm. book. If you get a chance, get it. Okay, yep, I will. It's called The Power yeah. of Prayer by Joseph Murphy. Amazing. Okay, I will it's definitely read that. So I'm very new on my on my faith journey and it's exciting and I definitely am not an expert and I'm, I'm learning a lot and I have a lot of questions. Like I right. said, I'm a very logical person and right. I'm just like, okay, a lot of this doesn't make sense. And then there's right. a lot of things in the, the Bible is very, very dense and right. I have not read the whole Bible. So right. there's a lot of things in there. I'm just like, okay, there's a lot to uncover, unpack and dissect. And trust me, I have a lot of questions, but so far a lot of it does seem to add up and make sense. And I think right. we, we read so many books by authors all the time. Like I've read A New Earth, Power of Now. There's so many phenomenal books. Right. Why not read that one too? Oh yeah, I've read that. I've read the Bible <laughs> yeah. front and back. Uh, yeah, for, so, for years. I've I've read that's you know, right. any, anything before I can even have an opinion on anything. I'm not going to just um, say it from afar. I'm going to dive into it, you know, and and figure it out and what it means to me and and just get as much understanding as I can and listen to also different uh, other perspectives, different perspectives and just weigh it in, in within my own spirit and absolutely use, like you said, prayer, whatever to help to clear that up, you know, get on the phone line with God and, 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 um, you know, and, and, and get that some clear understanding within my own self. Yes. Yes. Moving forward because we got we're down to about 10 minutes and thank you for wow. let's do it <laughs> amazing give us a little insight on your coaching uh is it a business uh i mean what does it entail and how'd you get that going yes thank you for asking so i'm a men's coach so i help men in their 30s uh step into their oh, life I'm, I'm too old <laughs> <laughs> okay go ahead you seem like you've got it together oh. uh, Yes, yes. <laughs> but I, I, I help men step into their life's mission so that they can live life confidently and communicate and also have a mindfulness practice. And so it's something I feel incredibly passionate and very privileged to do. And a lot of folks ask me, why do you work with men? So I'll just go ahead and answer that right out the gate. Uh, so I actually started with podcast consulting. I used to host several podcasts uh, a few wow. years ago. 
looking to step back into it again. Uh, How am so I doing actually, thus far since oh, you're an you're expert on excellent. podcasting? Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank, so thank you. Fun. Thank of you. course, of course. So I, I helped several folks launch their podcast. So I um, mainly worked with men throughout that journey. And then I also have been in hospitality and sales for the past 10 years. So I worked with a lot of guys in that space. So just have a lot of experience working with men. But besides that, once I started to decide, okay, this is what I want to do. Um, my first actual coaching experience was with a guy. He approached me for life coaching. Right. I wasn't actually a life coach yet. So I was a little hesitant, but I was open to diving into it. We worked together for a couple of months. He experienced uh, breakthroughs and it was a very fulfilling experience for me. Right. I then decided to become certified and just actually do the thing. And then from there, I continued to working with more, continued working with more uh, clients. And it just became really apparent that there was a need for men to have a safe space to really unpack their emotions, their traumas, and just that area in their life where they didn't really have anyone to talk to. Uh, unlike women, we talk about our emotions and our right. feelings with our girlfriends. Right. That's why time. you live longer. <laughs> guys don't you do don't, that. You don't hold it in and then let it kill <laughs> yes. you. <laughs> exactly. Like guys just don't really open up and talk about their feelings with their friends like that. So right. there's just right. naturally more pent up emotions right. um, than with women. And hiding so, behind their ego as well. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I found right. that just being able to offer that um, in a group setting and one-on-one -on -one has been incredibly healing for the men that I work with. And it's a different type of energy um, right. than um, a men's coach. I think there's a, a place for men's coaching. So absolutely, right. I stand by men coaching men for sure. But I think I offer a unique and different lens as a female coach, especially for men looking for feedback also from women. And I'm able oh, to wow. just hold that space that is a little bit more nurturing and not as aggressive, wow. uh, if you will. Aggressive. So, yes, yes, yeah. yes. The feminine energy aspect. Amazing, go. amazing. So while we're on that subject, do you have a website that you could share with us audibly here for people that are just listening? Yeah, absolutely. So the best way to get plugged in is actually by joining um, my free Facebook community. So you can go to facebook.com forward slash men rise together. Men so rise Facebook together. Yep. Okay. Men rise together. So it's a free Facebook community. I go live every single Monday at six o'clock PST. So I just go over different mm. topics within confidence, communication, and mindfulness. So that's the best way to get plugged in. We have okay. over 150 people, I think, in that community right now. So it's growing. Um, so it's a great way to also meet other like-minded men that are on this journey. So it's great for networking and connection. And then again, we have those free classes every week. And then if you'd like to work with me, you could just send me a message and we can hop on a Zoom call. Wow. Amazing. And I'll be sure to incorporate your links in, in the description of this segment once it's uh, um, uploaded. So That's they can good. just click on there. Once I edit this and upload it, they can just click on there and it'll be on all the platforms as well. All the audible platforms as well. Um, the Spotify, the, the Pandora's, the Apple, the whatever <laughs> play this, that. So it's, it's on all of those. Yes. So whatever platform, and I'm talking to everybody here too, whatever platform, audible platform, just look up enlightened and power to evolve podcast and you'll see it. It'll pop up. I have, a, I have a amazing. lot of episodes on there. But that's amazing. And, you know, you said something else. And I, I just think this is this is kind of ironic. It's kind of funny, too. But you talk to men and. I mostly talk to women and I've even had a good friend of mine 
teased me about it and I, and I'll, and I'll be transparent about it. He said, and you seem to talk to a lot of women. You attract a lot of women. I think <laughs> he knows, he knows, no, no, but he wasn't using it in, in, in like a, um, sexual way or anything like that. But what he was saying is that he knows that I grew up with my mom being a mama's mm-hmm. boy. And so I said, that's probably the energy I'm giving off that I'm more comfortable speaking with, with the feminine energy, you know, even though I am totally, you know, I'm, I embrace my feminine energy too, but I have my masculine energy and I'm totally, mm-hmm. you know, to, to put it straight, I'm straight. You know, and, and there's nothing wrong with, <laughs> yes. you know, if you're gay, I'm not speaking about that, but I'm, I'm a straight guy. But at the same time, I embrace that because there's a lot of things that I've been working on to undo that I, in my lifetime, that I was doing it more from a feminine energy perspective, you know, especially yep. in regard to relationships, not being the calm man and letting the woman go through her things joining in there with her, you know, and I know I get that from watching my mom, my whole life be like that. So that's the only example I had. So, you know, so I had to, now I can observe that and see that, but yes, no, I'm, I'm definitely uh, comfortable talking to gentlemen all the time and men. It's just, you know, I've tried to change my, my, whatever I'm vibrating out there, but it just happens that way. I get more women that want to come onto the platform than men. And I'm okay with that either way. So, because I get to get a different perspective than, than my own and, you know, I enjoy it, but as many men that reach out to me to come on, I never stop anybody and say, no, you're a man. So no, uh, have your wife call (laughs) me, you know, I I don't do that. So it's amazing. I'm I'm curious if it's okay, if I can ask you a question. You can ask me a question. Okay, cool. So I'm curious, since you mentioned you grew up with your mom and uh, you had that as an example. What right. advice would you give to men that may have may be in that similar situation? Because I know there's a lot of men out there that have that same dynamic. What advice would you give to men for them to be able to step into that balance that you it looks like you've been able to achieve that? Yes, I would. I would say fir- the first thing is acknowledging it and, and, and kind of self-reflect and see how you've been dealing with things. And you'll be able to see that you've been handling a lot of things um, emotionally from a from a more feminine energy aspect and it don't be afraid to embrace that because it doesn't mean that you're gay because I know a lot of men get get a little bit you know defensive about that and it's like you no know, I'm I'm secure within who I am and I'm not being defensive and I'm not cutting down anybody's preference but at the same time I embrace that and you got to embrace it first so you can deal with it because if you don't embrace it first and shine a light on it you can't uh, eradicate it and balance yourself out. And that's what I need, needed more balance now. Cause I was more on the feminine energy scale and not enough masculine energy in the way that I was projecting myself. And I'm not saying I was walking with a switch chewing on gum. I'm saying the way I was just handling things emotionally, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and being really more, uh, and I'm not saying we all have emotions, but I think the way I was handling things, especially was more from an emotional feminine aspect because there is a more natural energy that we that we have you know Mm -hmm. as men and as women and i wasn't tapping into the it's going to be all right masculine calm being more patient you know with the hormones and emotions of the female i was engaging in it and making it worse yeah so we're down to about one more minute so yes 
thank you very much for asking that question. And thank of you course. for coming on. Tamisha, thank you everyone for watching. Make sure you check out the website. Check out Tamisha's website. Go in the description and click on that. Check out 333empower.com. Hit the like button, subscribe button, share this video, leave questions, ask questions, comments. Thank you very much. Enlightened, empowered, evolved. See you soon. Thank you. Love, love and appreciation.